Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other sh host of this show. DT3, what's going on, everyone? Hello. Hi, everybody. How you doing? 161 episodes, DT. Man. Yep. You know, when we first started this, I never knew where it would lead, but here we are. Still still doing it after all this uh all this time. Um For years, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. Uh, um yeah, today's episode we watched a movie. It was my movie pick. And the movie that we watched, if you can't tell by our backgrounds, I know we're kind of blocked them. Uh yeah, it's is, kind of blocked, but is the movie M from 1931, which we'll be talking about that in the second half of the show. It is an extremely old movie um, that we can talk about uh, in the second half of the show. Um, yeah, uh, we're just uh, let's just go ahead and move into what we've been up to this past week, DT. If you want to lead us off here, what have you been up to this past week? Um, <clears throat> trying out new games that aren't, well, one of them that isn't out yet, and the other one that was a free weekend, um, I played a bit of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, uh, for a little bit, because it was, uh, the, the technical test was, was happening, uh, this, this past weekend, so I tried that out. Then I play a little bit of squad for a few hours yesterday because I was on free weekend. Um, and those were both fun. Uh, I I squad is one of those games where it's very like tactical and and very like you know team based. You know, so obviously with the name squad, obviously you know, but you got to kind of work together and and you got a squad leader and. and can you can be up to in each squad you can have up to nine people and it's just like all out warfare like two you know two teams going against each other and that was fun playing with some friends and, and you know one that had already kind of was more experienced at it and then you know others that were like, like me kind of new at it so that was cool and then yeah the texas chainsaw massacre they uh I got into the technical test for that and I uh, was able to play it for a little bit. I know they kind of extended the thing it's or the, the test. It'll, I think it ends tonight at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. So it ends tonight. So you, if you're in it, you can still play it until tonight. Um, yeah. Uh, so those are some of the games uh, that I played more recently. But then beyond that, I played a little bit more Rogue Company, a little bit of Battlefront 2, because I reinstalled that and started playing it again as well. Um, what else? Uh, played the Starship Troopers Extermination game, which is fun. Uh, been playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake on stream. That, that game has been phenomenal. Uh, videos for the playthrough are going up on YouTube now as well. Uh, play a little bit of Valorant, play some Fortnite, play a little bit of PUBG, but man, that game, 
I, I don't think I can play PUBG, man. That game is rough, dude. <laughs> that game yeah. is rough. It's it's so like I don't know, man. Rough. It's, rough. <laughs> it's a good yeah. word for it. And then uh TV show wise, I uh, started uh or actually I mentioned this last week, but I started uh, Carnival Row. So I watched another three episodes of that. So I'm on episode seven. Uh, watched four, five, six, and seven. So I watched, I guess, you know, those episodes. Um, your boy Kong Ming, I've been trying to keep up with that as well. <clears throat> the anime that I started, that I haven't finished. I watched episodes six, seven, and eight. I think there's only two more. Uh, so I should be finishing that up within the next week as well. And then uh, movie-wise, actually, the PlayStation Showcase I watched and streamed it as well. Forgot to mention that. Uh, we'll be talking about the news from that here coming up. And then movie-wise, <clears throat> watched a bunch of movies. I watched the all three Bill and Ted's, uh, which is interesting, especially because uh, of the other movies I watched later, but. So I watched the first three, all three Bill and Ted's. I rewatched Starship Troopers because uh, a friend of ours hadn't seen it, and you know, been playing the game a lot, so it's, it was cool to rewatch that and kind of, you know, see like, oh man, they need to add that to the game, and you know, but it's early, it's early access, so you know, they'll, they'll be adding stuff. But it's just like, man, some of the stuff though, like the the wing, the birds like a, or, or the birds, the bugs like a fly, man, fuck that, dude. I am not looking forward to that if they have. Then there's like the tanker bugs and the brain bug and like the shotgun and it's cool, just cool stuff they can still continue to add. Um, I watched Polite Society, the movie. It was interesting. Uh, it was this past week. It was the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi, so I rewatched that on its on the day of its 40th anniversary because I had to. Uh, second favorite Star Wars movie. Um, so that was fun. I watched Renfield. It was okay. I think uh, Nick Cage is a uh, Dracula pretty good though. And then the reason why I said it was funny that I watched the Bill and Ted's is because I watched all four Keanu, uh, all four John Wicks, but obviously Keanu's in both of these franchises. And it's interesting watching him go from <laughs> his character in the Bill and Ted movies. to just seeing him now in the fucking, uh, you know, John Wick franchise is interesting, but yeah, I rewatched the first three John Wicks, and I watched the fourth one for the first time, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna have to rewatch. I feel like I'm gonna have to rewatch the movie though, cause like it's a bit of a longer movie, and also like I, I feel like I may have missed some things, but it was really good overall for the most part. I really enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, it was cool to finally. Finally, I've seen it because I missed it in the theater. So I, uh, I'm glad that I finally got a chance to check that out. It was pretty damn good. Um, so yeah, um, that that's kind of pretty much what I've been up to. Um, how about yourself, Josh? All right, for me, in terms of games, Dragon Age Inquisition is still happening off stream. I am making my way through the game. I am, uh, like I said, I think last week, uh, playing the mage. I'm a knight enchanter character. It's the first time I've ever played mage in the game, and it's a lot of fun. 
uh i'm getting uh i think i'm like three quarters of the way through the main part of the game i, th I think i have like a couple more main story quests and then it'll be done i've been doing all the side like all of the side stuff because this is kind of going to be my canon run for dragon age 4 right and they sa it saves all those choices in the dragon age keep so like when you import your game into like the next game i imagine all that stuff will have some bearing on it um and then i have the dlcs after i complete the main game and we'll talk about that i'm sure it'll still be on the probably for the next two weeks for dragon age will probably be in the what i've been up to the past week stuff uh played starship troopers with dt on his stream uh, it was gonna be a co-op stream but i ended up getting sick and was miserable for a good chunk of the weekend but i'm feeling better now so that was on i put it on my notes like i've been up to i've been up to being sick uh, huh. uh um and we streamed one day uh uh which day was it was it wednesday what when was the showcase showcase was uh wednesday yeah i think okay so then i played uh horizon on thursday i guess and i guess i didn't do anything on yeah i didn't do anything on tuesday that's what it was um so we're, we're streaming horizon i had some technical issues but i think i fixed them uh we were having some audio popping issues but i believe i fixed them uh that, that stream i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put it on you on youtube i don't think just because i had all those technical issues at the start and it just is what it is um what stream my uh horizon zero dawn stream uh um uh just because i, I kind of played the beginning of it it's just not going to go up on youtube it'll, it'll be here on twitch if people want to see it that's all i'm getting at um playstation showcase is up on youtube that i recorded on from my point of view um so because i watched that with dt and our friend katie uh so that's up on the YouTube. Uh, I watched John Wick Chapter 4 as well with friends. And then just uh, dice stuff. Uh, I started feeling better yesterday, so I was able to work on a, on some dice and get them all sanded and painted up. And, uh, and then came in here and sold them immediately to our boy Derper. So I <laughs> uh, appreciate everybody that buys in the shop, which, by the way, Shops having a sale till tomorrow. Twenty five percent off anything in there that you want. Make sure to go check it out. Um, I think that's everything I've been up to. If I'm low energy today, guys, I apologize. I'm still kind of tired and getting over being like blah, you know. So it it it's be good. It'll be what it be. Uh, we're getting there. I'm sure we'll be fine by the time next week rolls around and. We have a lot of stuff that next week is going to be like kind of nutty. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. So that was, that's, I think that's everything I've been up to the past week. DT. I don't, I haven't really done a whole lot. I've just kind of slept. Um, <clears throat> Majin sent me some stuff, but I am saving that to open on stream tomorrow. So, uh, uh, some books and stuff and we can look at those on the stream. So that's why that's not in what I've been up to. 
Uh, I think that's it, man. I don't think I have anything else. I think we can. Uh, All right. We can move right on into the the news if you would like to, sir. You don't have anything else. Let's uh, go ahead and do that then. All right. So the first piece of news that we have today for our gaming news is that. There's a report that Ubisoft's Star Wars game is uh, planned for release by March 2024. Uh, the open world title is in development at the division studio Ubisoft Massive. Um, scheduled for release during the company's current fiscal year ending on March 31st, 2024. Uh, however, they caution that the target is likely too ambitious, and they said, uh, "Expect the game's release to ultimately be pushed to the following fiscal year, ending in March 2025." Ubisoft recently confirmed that its release schedule for the current fiscal year includes Assassin's Creed Mirage, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Mobile, Tom Clancy's The Division Resurgence, Skull and Bones, The Crew, Motorfest, X Defiant, and another large game. Uh, the company will show off its upcoming releases during a new Ubisoft Forward livestream event on June 12th. Um, but it was announced in January 2021, Masters Star Wars game is being developed with the Snowdrop engine, which powers the Division series and the studio's upcoming Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. It will be story-driven, open-world title, according to cre its creative director, Julian Garrity. Um, when asked about the game, uh, when it was revealed, he says, first, we want to make it uh, a unique game in the saga with a captivating story and a set of characters that players can relate to and connect with. We want to take what is familiar and resonant about Star Wars and tell the stories of new characters who have their own motivations and stakes. Uh, also, last December, Malmo, which is a uh, Sweden-based which is a Sweden-based massive said it was looking for local playtesters to provide feedback on the game. It's a little bit more news on Ubi's uh, Star Wars game. Hmm. Which is interesting. We'll have to see when it actually, you know, yeah, ends up happening. But Curious to you know. see what that's going to look like on the Ubisoft front. But from that Star Wars news to another, um, the KOTOR remake is still in development, according to Embracer. Um, we had recently had news that, or there was a rumor going around that maybe this game was like not going to be in development anymore, or like cancel it or whatever but it is uh still in development according to a recent report released by the embracer group uh they have they have nothing to say about it but they uh but it was in the report that it is still in development um They 
they were <clears throat> they had nothing to say about uh um the continued uh you know development of this game uh when it was just like a few days ago that they were asked about the the Koto remake but um with the 20th anniversary of of Kotor coming up uh maybe they'll have more to say about it soon but uh in the year end report published by Embracer Group there was a section that detailed all games both released and in development as of May 24th 2023 the section included the likes of Tomb Raider uh final title to be TBC uh Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 Remnant 2 Ride 5 and of course the Kotor remake it was stated that it's still in development and will be released on PC and PS5 platforms and its development is being led by an internal studio, but that was all that was on the report. Uh, this, this article here by Insider Gaming also has a link to the report from the Embracer Group if you guys want to check it out on your own. Just go over to the insider-gaming.com Find the Koto remake development, and then there's a link to the Embracer, Embracer Group's PDF report, uh, which you will see that it is in there. Um, but Josh, how do you feel about uh, you know? Obviously, we, we even we have mentioned this like the uncertainty of what's going on with the uh, the Kotor remake, and you know. A lot of people have been saying that, oh, it's going to be canceled or, you know, they, they cease development or, you know, whatever. But then, like, Embracer's like, here's our report. Here's, you know, KOTOR still in development, you know, even though they haven't really said anything. But my, my guessing is just, like, people are saying a bunch of shit about this game right now. So mm. let's just, you know, we're going to be putting out our, our, our uh, you know, report anyway. So it's going to be in there. So you know, I, I don't think they were too worried about that with, with them having it in there but that being said it would be nice to kind of know more about what's going on with that game but you know like i said hopefully with the 20th anniversary uh, you know being this year they will have uh you know more to say about it uh soon but anyway what do you think yeah i mean i think everybody being like it's canceled before they've even barely said anything about it it's a little ridiculous personally obviously they had to move and shuffle some things around it still might end up being canceled but it's it's kind of useless just to kind of speculate on that until you get an official announcement on anything it's a big ip you're gonna know if something's happening with it like if they're gonna cancel it they're gonna announce that it's canceled or something like that um so speculating on it kind of gets you a little bit nowhere. Obviously, we want to know more info, like we because we like you and I are Kotor fans and have been for a very long time. It left yep. big impacts on us growing up. We still talk about it to this day. It's my favorite um, game of all time. Exactly. We still talk about it to this day. We talk about the characters. We talk about all that. So obviously, we want to know more about it now. I want this remake to be good. So if they're going to take a while on it, totally fine with that. Because I don't want a fucking piece of shit uh, to waste my time on. Uh, 
So I'm I'm fine with like not hearing anything about it until it's ready until they're ready to show us something. In fact, I would like to put it out of my mind until there's something really ready to to show me. Right? Like everybody speculating that it's canceled just puts it in my mind about it. And when there's no official information, is kind of just pointless and stupid. It just makes me think about it all the more. Right? Like I'd rather put it on the back burner, knowing that hey, it's still being made right now, and I'm not gonna sit here and act a fool and say a bunch of stupid shit when I don't know what's going on, which seems to be like the thing that's going on lately with the, with this, right? So, um, you know, it's just a wait and see type of thing, guys. Don't, don't rush to bury the old Knights of the Old Republic just yet. They just dug it up not that long ago again. So, um, and it's such a big... Here's the other thing. It's like, it's such a big thing, right? Like, Knights of the Old Republic... Sure. Everybody knows that, like, even the most, I feel like even the most casual Star Wars fans that have grown up lately, like, you could, who are these characters? I feel like you could say the character name and they would know that it's from that thing, even if they haven't played the game, right? Like, and I think they really, really do not want to fuck it up. So they're really, that's why they shifted studios around. They they really want it to do well. And shit, even if they do cancel it, I wouldn't be surprised if it got brought up again in like another 10 years or something and somebody to remake because Knights of the Old Republic is such a massive fucking deal. You know? So... Uh, that's kind of all I got to say on it, man. I'm just going to put it on the back burner until I get an official confirmation of it's canceled or it's... Or until they come out with some more info, right? Like it's the twenty year anniversary. It'd be cool to hear about some stuff if that happens, or at least at the very least acknowledge what an impact it had on modern games and on what it means to the fans of the series, like you and me. Um and yeah, you know, that's kinda all I got to say on it, brother. Cool, cool. Alrighty then. Um, <clears throat> hydrate. All right. What do we yeah, got next, bro? Let's move on. We have a couple of Diablo 4 trailers because the game is going to be launching Ooh. here very soon. Let's check these out. So one of them is a story launch trailer, and the other one is a live action trailer. I've not seen either uh, of these. So we're going to check them out. We're going to check both of them out. Uh, again, the game is releasing here on the 6th, I believe, June 6th. So about about, about, about a week. Um, but let's check these out. First the story one, and then we'll check out the live action one. So three, two, one, go. Sanctuary has always been trapped amid the eternal conflict. A war between angels and demons. And Lilith serves neither side. And Ralph Ennison. She was banished ages ago. But this world is her creation. My children, the lords of hell are coming to devour our world. Hell is coming. Hell is coming. Resist her temptation. I have not come to save, but to empower. I will give you freedom and more. May we fight true in his holy name. The time of prophecy has come, knights. We march 
That's the story trailer. 6623. That's uh, yeah, about a week from now. So what do you think of that one, Josh? Uh interesting. I uh, the the cinematics, Blizzard cinematics, for all the stupid fucking decisions that they make sometimes, those cinematics are always good. Like they're always fun to look at and, and check out. So I, I would, you know, we played a little bit of the beta. We played quite a bit of it. Um, yeah, I, I played, uh, I played it both times. The uh, yeah, the server slam recently, and then the the one, the first one they did too. Yeah. Well, that was the second one before because they had a closed one before the second one. So there's been three betas so, so far. Okay, so, so I played, I played two of the three. So I've I've played two of the three as well, but I didn't play the last one, which is what's funny about it. Remember, they had the KFC thing. Uh, Ah, uh, yes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, that I did not try, but I tried the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do remember the KFC thing now. <laughs> that was the get whole you, deal. Get you, a, get you a double down sandwich and... Uh, <laughs> You're going to hell because I should have killed you with the Diablo beta. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, the beta was fun, man. And uh, I would love to be able to play Diablo 4, but, you know, the the... There's a lot of games coming out, so you kind of have to be careful with your money at the moment, right? So, um, I played a shitload of three, so I, I'm really kind of curious. I, I do like the story stuff. I'm, I'm kind of curious to where they'll go with it, so. Um, yeah, like I haven't played yeah. any of the other Diablo, so this is really my first one. Uh, I do uh, plan on getting it as well at some point. But another thing I wanted to mention is I'm a part of the Diablo 4 supporter streamer program. So if you want to get your uh, your Twitch drops, you can, uh, you know, come on over and uh, over to my channel and, and, and do that because I will be having the uh, drops and, and you can get you yourself the uh, Primal Instinct mount. Uh, you know, if you donate any or any, if you, uh, was I think it's if you, gifting if you give two subs of any tier that's how you get the uh, primal instinct mount um so yeah and then like i said drops will be uh, i think four weeks of drops um so yeah definitely uh if you want to get that i will be uh you know i'll, I'll be having those uh, those drops so come on over and uh that'll be a, a thing you can do if you want that um, but we have one more trailer we can watch. This one is the live action one. This one's about a minute long. Okay. Uh, this was directed by uh, Chloe Zhao, which is pretty cool. So let's just check this out. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. Whatever you can do. 
We thank you. Will you save us? Oh, that's pretty cool. from evil there you go yeah. all i could think the whole time i watched that was like we should put henry cavill in here as the barbarian <laughs> and i don't know why that stuck in my head the whole time i watched that uh i think that was cool we got to see a little bit of all the you know the classes yeah. you can uh kind of choose from and all that i uh i um when I played the, the 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 betas, I got to try out Rogue and Necromancer. Those are the two classes I got to try, and I really like both. I think uh, Necromancer is particularly fun because you got a bunch of homies helping you out, and it's yeah. You know, whenever you're, you're like, if you're going out alone, like you kind of are not alone because you got, you know, you basically have your own little squad with you. So that I feel like Necromancer is gonna be a good, you know. Like if you're playing solo, that's gonna be a good way to go. But I also did have fun with Rogue too, so I really like Necro I, when I played it. Yeah. So I don't I used know to what play, the, uh, Barbarian. I don't though. know. Yeah, I don't I don't know what class I'm gonna end up going with when I start playing, but there's a few there's definitely a few options, man. You can see from this trailer. Um But uh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff sure so those are our diablo 4 trailers again the game's coming out here pretty soon about a week from now um we can move on though thanks oh here let, let's talk about the playstation uh, showcase which uh josh mentioned the in the what we what we've been up to that we streamed it we co-streamed it uh he put his part up on youtube i put my uh point of view up on youtube as well so if you want to go check out our like initial like fresh live thoughts cuz we you know we're live streaming it it's on there um so yeah we have reactions to all of the the stuff that was shown but we're going to talk about some of the stuff that was shown uh so let's go ahead and do that shall we um so the PlayStation event was on the 24th, which was last Wednesday. And the event was about, I'd say like a little over an hour. Um, and they showed quite a bit of things. So in total, they had, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 
21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33 games. 33 games that they showed off. If I counted right. Along with some of the new you know, hardware that they're coming out with. But anyway. So to start us off with, they had a CG trailer for uh, a reveal trailer for the game called Fair Games from Haven Studios, which, to be honest, didn't really do much for me. It was very mad for me. Uh, to be honest, honestly. Um, so we probably won't talk about that. But the next game that we had was Hell Divers Two from Arrowhead Game Studios, and now this one. I was definitely all about. So if you want to throw that up real quick, Josh. I already got a announcement trailer. This was awesome. I really dug this a lot. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the first Helldivers and seeing that what they turned the game into now definitely is super exciting. Do we want to watch it together? Because I did not start it. The trailer. Oh, I thought you started already. Uh, let me go no, back. I thought we were going to watch it together. My bad. <laughs> I just had it open. <sighs> well, no. All right. Three, two, one, go. Right, that's... Super Earth. But yeah, seeing what they turn this game into now. Uh, it used to be kind of like a twin stick kind of shooter, and now seeing that it's going to be a third person thing is very exciting. We all thought this was a Starship Troopers thing just because of how it started, oh, yeah. too. But like, we were like, what is it? And we weren't the only ones. Just about everybody I watched that watched that showcase thought this shit was Starship yeah, Troopers. Everybody thought it was Starship Troopers. I like the hell diver armor that the dude wears. It's cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. They got some good drip, man. They got the armor, the capes. You could customize it too in the first game, so I'm I hope sure they they'll let bring us do that the back. Same in this yeah. One. yeah. I hope there's like a minigun that you can get. Like, let me fucking cool. They had they had a variety of weapons, yeah. And secure the resources we need to build a better. Tomorrow. Did they have classes in the first? It's been so long since I played the first one. Do they have classes? Do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah, flamethrower. I want to say that they had like different. I think that what it was is like you could have just different weapons, different loadouts. From. Yeah, gotcha. different loadouts and stuff. Because it feels like there's, I mean, maybe it's just weapons, but it feels like there's different classes ish here. Because there's definitely a dude that looks like a heavy trooper type. Yeah. But it might just be how it looks. But yeah, this game looks awesome, and I definitely want it. Do they have a Do they have a Steam page up for this yet? They do. Oh, look at this. Hell divers too. I added it to my wish list like almost immediately because I was and like, I want this game. If you If you guys see a game that you like, make sure to go add it to your wish list. It does help those devs, man. Ow. 
Like, believe it or not. What's a sale? <laughs> Look, man. Quit asking my age, Steam. You know how old I am. <laughs> they do do that so often. It's like, man, how many times are you going to make me do this, dude? Maybe it's not classes. Well, they just say weapons on here, so. Yeah, I think that's kind of how it was with the, uh, with the first game. Yeah, you. I guess weapons technically are like classes, though, because depending on what you got. Just no powers, right? Like. Like, if you load up on heavy weapons, you're kind of like a heavy weapons dude, but you might not have a med pack or something. It looks good. I, it, I'm, it's on my list, too. And it says this year. I wonder if it... Yeah. Yeah. That looks cool. All right, I wonder, ET. I wonder, probably, like, towards, like, the end of the year, obviously, but... Probably. I could see, like, an October... November thinking like maybe November, deal. yeah, but could, yeah, it could be October. October, November type deal, yeah, something in there. Yeah. All right. Well, the next game we had was Immortals of Avium, which is like the uh, FPS magic shooter, which honestly has been kind of eh for me up until this point as well. Like it doesn't really look like something that I, I, like I might check to. it out, but I'm not like hype on it or anything. I I need to see reviews. I this shit comes out like the day before my birthday too. Funny enough. Yeah, that's the other thing about this game is I was like kind of I was surprised that it's coming out like pretty soon, you know. Well, after watching the, so I think the trailer looks a little rough, and that's why I'm like surprised by the date because it looks like it needs more time to cook to me. But maybe you know, never know. Josh, every yeah. game is ready is is not ready these days. They just release it, man. You know we know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sad. Makes me sad, boy. Oh, if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, the, we're looking at all this stuff on the 2023.gamesrecap.io. So for those yes. of you that ever went to the E3 recap website that had all the trailers on it, E3 is officially dead now. So it's just the games recap site. Go look it up. It's got all. It's very, got stuff that we haven't even watched on here. Super useful. Yeah, very handy. They got all the upcoming showcases that are yet to come for Summer Game Fest and all that stuff. And, you know, some of the more recent ones, uh, like the Humble Game Showcase and, you know, PlayStation that we're looking at right now and all that stuff. So yeah. definitely a very handy website if you're, uh, you know, if you're looking for something like that. But just want to give credit yeah, to where so. all this stuff is because oh yeah absolutely. it's super handy and we, we always use the website it's the best yeah shout out to them for making this website uh yeah morals of avium uh eh. they did have a trailer i don't know if you want to watch that though man let's not like uh, we're both i'm lukewarm on it and you're like cold so we can just move on here's a ghost runner 2 reveal trailer which i thought was kind of cool i never played the i first would like one. to watch this if, it, if it's we, okay yeah let's check it out it's only a minute this, this did look pretty cool i do like the first one uh so let's check it out in three two one go Five oh five games one more level so it looks like we're moving into the uh i played the first one we're inside this big tower in like the first one i think it looks like we're moving into an outdoorsy area also fucking tron bike let's go all right 
I love the whole like cyberpunk look of it. Ghost Runner 2. Sick. Live out your cyborg ninja dreams. Blood will what? run. So it was a game like you would die in like one hit, but like it would load so fast. I never really got mad when I lost. It was just like I was back in it. You know, I really like that first game. All right. The next one I know we're going to watch for sure. The next one I was definitely very much all about. It was one of the cooler looking games that they showed at the showcase, in my opinion. Agreed. Definitely one that's on my radar. And one that I would like to have as well. It is called Phantom Blade Zero. Um, so let's check this one out. This is a couple minutes long, so let's go ahead and watch it. Three, two, one, go. UE5. Yes, sir. What's your plan? It's an action RPG. Have only 66 by the way. Days to live. Yeah, this just looks just like totally my kind of game. I'm definitely into action RPGs. It won't make any difference at the end of the day. I know that like when we also saw this for the first time, I was like, whoa, this is very uh Elden Ring looking kind of Yeah. And to be honest with you, when it when it first started, I was like, oh, great. Another thing that looks like Elden Ring, right? But what gets me is when it starts showing off the combat. Yeah, which here we go. Everyone wears a mask. You too. This is a real face. He let you live. What secret did you sell him? It's how, yeah, look look how fast this shit is. It's so fast, man. Look at that. <laughs> so that, that is definitely different yeah, boy. from Elden Ring. That shit's crazy. That is a big ass cannon thing. Yeah, this looks awesome. But the combat just looks and feels very cinematic, right? Like, yeah. like something you'd see out of a movie with a lot of blocks.
I only really have one issue with this game, and I'll say what it is here after this is over. I wonder what it is. Patience is the key, master. Time is not on his side. All we have to do is wait. Yes. Let's kill him with time. With time. Phantom Blade Zero. What's your plan? Yeah, what is Knowing your... you have only 66 days to live. 66, huh? Well, I'd, I'd live really hard for those 66 days. <laughs> All right. All right, DT. What is it? What's the one thing so, that bothers you about it? I'm curious. The one thing that bothers me about this game is how dark and dreary the color palette is. <laughs> we have the same complaint. That is about the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Because everything else looks awesome. But yeah, I mean, I, I get that that's kind of the general vibe of the style of games, just to have dark and boring ass colors for the game. But then I'm reminded of Ghost of Tsushima and how beautifully colorful that game was. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't always have to be this way, you know? Like, I, I, you know, it just, a lot of this style of games, that's what they tend to go for. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, like, come on, dude. Like, like I don't know. I, I, I get it. Like, it's, again, that's kind of the whole, you know, I don't know, the, the general idea of what people tend to go for. With the style mm -hmm. of game, I'm just like we can. Surely we can make it more, a bit more brighter, colorful than than that, right? I mean, life is good, but we can do better, right? Like, isn't that the deal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, like your boy, uh, fucking, uh, you know, Pedro, yeah, and mm -hmm. the Wonder Woman movie, yeah. No, I agree with you. Like, everybody is. <laughs> I get it. We're all, we we've all grown up in a dark time with. And uh, and we enjoy all these dark influences in 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 our in our entertainment needs, but man, is it, being dark all the time is a little rough, bro. Like I I want some color. Like when you said Ghost of Tsushima, like it's perfect. Like it it was a dark game at times, but it had all this beautiful, colorful set pieces that were like i'll never forget the opening of the game when you're riding through the woods and you come out and the title drops and it's beautiful like absolutely Amazing. gorgeous right like i still get chills i still if somebody's playing ghost of tsushima for the first time i will go watch the opening of that stream if it's on their youtube or wherever it's at because i love watching people experience that opening of the game when you ride out of the woods into that field and the title drops like it is absolutely gorgeous yeah so that's really the only thing i mean it's it's kind of a minor thing but i'm just like man all these games look this damn same being all dark and dreary and shit you know um but i got you bro it is what it is there's no it's, it's nothing super it's not a big deal but it's just like i you know one of those things that you can't help but be like man they're all every game that's kind of like this is like this you know but that's all game looks great though mm -hmm. like you said the combat is really what's well, like oh man it's super 
like fluid and fast pace and i'm i'm i dig it it's very cool yeah we can move on to the next game because we got more here to talk about so let's do it the next thing that we have here is uh the next thing they showed was sort of sort of the sea which looked pretty cool to be honest it was made by the same people that did uh um journey and that kind of stuff you know giant squid studios so that seems nice i might keep an eye out for that one um then they had talos principle 2 uh which is a puzzle kind of game which is not really my kind of thing <laughs> and like if you watch this show you know that is not yeah. dt in my bag <laughs> and then Respectfully. Were, yeah i mean there's a lot of people that like that kind of stuff but i'm i just ah oh man puzzles are then they had this game called Neva, which had a uh, like a wolf deer or a wolf with antlers kind of dealio. And yeah, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really sure what kind of game that is. But it's from the makers of Greece, right? Or Greece, or how do you say it? Greece. Gre- Greece, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Nomada Studio. So I'm sure it'll be cool. Uh, it's not the type of game I play, but I'm sure I'll end up watching somebody. That will stream it at some point. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will, will end up playing it. And then there was Cat Quest, Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> which I think uh, I think one of our friends Majin he played that game, or he played one of the Cat Quest games. I know there's people, there's people that like those Cat Quest games. That's pretty cool. Pirate Cats. I mean, why not, right? Why not? Uh, Foam Stars was a nice game after that. Which GT's honestly, next game of the year. Uh, absolutely not. But it was uh it's like the platoon Fortnite. It's, it's like it's, when I when I saw it live, I, all I could think of was like this is Fortnite and Splatoon put together on PlayStation. You're gonna laugh at me and it's so stupid, but I can't help it. Whenever somebody says Splatoon, my brain wants to say squid billies. And I don't know why. Like this is like that game. And my mind my mouth wants to say, oh, squid billies? No. Splatoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, I mean Splatoon uh, does have squids, so yeah, you know. You're kinda you're kinda on the right track there. <laughs> it's so dumb. That yeah, happen. foam stars. I mean, i I'll be honest with you, I was not expecting when they when they showed us Square Enix, that's not what I thought was gonna happen. But um nope. They happened, and they're like, uh, Nintendo has Splatoon. We're gonna make uh, Foam Stars for PlayStation. So why not? I look forward to uh, that game's failure because that's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, I think. I think it'll be. I think like for the people that are into Splatoon and don't have a Switch, it'll it'll be it'll do well. I but really like, don't. I other than do that, that, I I don't. It's. It, I mean, it's not really my kind of game, but yeah. Well, we'll I'm sure there's there's a, there's a market for. It. I'm sure there's a market for it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Japan, I'm sure it'll do fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not really my kind of game, so can't say much about it for myself. Uh, the next thing that they had was the Plucky Squire, which we had already seen before. Uh, looks cool. Uh, that game looks neat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a neat, neat, neat little game. Uh, then after that, they had uh, the console announcement, 
trailer for Teardown, which is like a pixel Minecraft looking dealio where you blow everything up. Um, that's a game that's already out, but they're you know, they're like it's coming to PlayStation, so cool. And then the next one, which I, you know, it was a weird way to start the trailer by showing off an ant and then just going through the jungle and seeing all these animals eat one another. And, and uh, it was the Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater trailer. Um, so here's one thing that confuses me. The original game is called Metal Gear 3. Or Metal Gear or Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, right? Is that what it is? And then now they're just calling it Metal Gear Delta Snake Eater. I I so that's kind of weird, but um I mean I I'm happy for everybody who wanted this game, I guess. You know, I'm I've never played any of the Metal Gear Solid games, so I don't have the kind of attachment to it that most other people do. Like I know when we watched it live, Katie was like, "This is this is all I need. I'm happy or whatever." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Hey, I'm happy for you," because uh, you know, I know a lot of people have been waiting on this game. I know I watched the blind wave reaction too. I don't know Rick was like, you know, very happy about that too and whatnot. And yeah, so there's there's people out there that were really uh, really happy about this. But for me, I mean, we can watch it if you want. Um, but like again, I haven't really played eh. the game so. We don't have to. I don't think we need to just because it's like it's just a cinematic announcement trailer. And I'm not crazy over Metal Gear like DT. I'm not crazy over Metal Gear. Like even yeah, I just I just never played the games. You know, that's that's why I played like the Phantom Pain and that game's good. Don't get me wrong, but those storylines are so fucking convoluted and confusing and weird. Just not my deal. But uh, you know, again, cool. I I I I do like this uh trend of remaking older games. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I hope they keep doing that with older stuff. Like, give me more PS1, PS2 era games that are being remade. Siphon filter, please. I would take a remake. Um, but the next thing that they had was this game called T- Towers of Agaspa, which looks pretty cool. It's like I'm a to watch survival this adventure sandbox. Yeah, let's watch. Let's check it out. Exploration survival adventure sandbox kind of game coming to PS5 and PC next year. Uh, but let's check it out. I'm ready. Um, when three, ready. two, one, go. So it says that this video is a work in progress of a beta, of an early beta. Just 
So this says, I'm looking at their Steam page, that you can visit your friend's unique islands to get ideas on how to develop your own. That's cool. I didn't know that was a thing. I would have never got that from this trailer. Creatures, man. See, this game's got some color. Like, it was. I know I had, like, some dark, dreary spots it was showing in the trailer, but this has got color in it, man. Definitely brighter. Yeah. Coming next year. Hickman! <laughs> Join the wish list. Well, let me tell you a game. I already had this game wishlisted. So. I have. I added it a minute ago when I was looking at the Steam thing because I forgot to do it. That's Towers of the Gospel. It looks cool. Uh, we have the next thing after that was Final Fantasy 16. Um, it was the launch trailer, I believe, for that. Yes, Salvation. We can check that out. We can 16 launch trailer, Salvation, about two minutes 55. So in three, two, one, go. The blind marches on. These people live with a knife to their throat. You have to believe us. We'd help you if we could. Damn. Damn. But you're helping us already. He says, shut your ass up. Squeenix. And people are just getting murdered in this trailer. Yep. Every time you show your faces, it is we who suffer. That's why your boy Clive is here to put an end to this. So I was already kind of looking forward to this game as well. But after playing the 7 remake, I am definitely about this. I'm so excited for this. Is the light of hope severed. We don't need your 
salvation. We'll save ourselves and we'll do it on our own. Fire. Come to me, Ifrit. Yeah, Ifrit. Who are we? What are the dominance? We are but mighty acts of God. The dominance. Bro, these kaiju battles look insane, bro. Mm -hmm. Also, the music is so good. Fantasy 16. Fate will fall. June 22nd, 2023. <laughs> it kind of does sound like him, Loki. Yeah. Maybe that's who the kid is. I don't know. But isn't he a little older now? I don't know. It, it does sound like him, though. I, I, I agree with you on that one. But yeah. Anyway, that game looks cool, man. Like, like real real cool i uh i have to wait till it comes to pc but that's all right because there's there's a lot of games out there to play man so i could i could i could wait uh but it looks great looks real, real good um I know Josh is uh, speechless because he's he's already he's he's priority in the game right now. Oh he's yeah, speechless. like oh you want me to say something? I I think I've said enough. I'm gonna buy this <laughs> motherfucker and I'm gonna stream it. <laughs> like I'm really excited yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah, I was yeah. also getting ready for the next trailer because I know we're gonna watch this too. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, Alan Wake Two uh, has a release date trailer. They announced a release date here at the PlayStation Showcase. Oh, it is Loki. Okay, yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. Because like I said, it sounded like him, but I don't. I wasn't sure if it was or not. Okay. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, the voice actor for Hugo from Playtale is gonna be in that. Yeah, like I, I was saying, it's. I agreed with Loki and so that it sounded like him, but I wasn't sure if uh, if it was. You know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. But anyway, let's check this out. Three, two, one play oh yeah, i hope you guys are ready for a lot of trailer watches in the next couple of weeks <laughs> yeah there's gonna be a lot of that coming up here especially for video games so i write to escape so i played the other two uh, alan wake games alan wake and then the american nightmare uh there should be playthroughs up of both of them on my youtube if you want to check that out i played a smidge of the first one and i'll be honest i'm not sure if they're for me i, I see why they're good i just don't necessarily think i'm good at these types of games so you knew our victim only the rumors he was chasing a writer someone knew they were here was playing a game with them and also killer left it has a Spoil huge spoiler it's alert. Nice. Huge, 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 huge spoiler alert for another game. We were uh, this game has 
the Alan Wake series has oh, tie-ins to dead. the game Control as well, so I wonder if they're going to have anything to do with that in this game also. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to check this out. I haven't played the other ones. Is it Max Payne, same universe too? I forget it. Max Payne? I don't know. I feel like I heard that because it's all like they're all like connected Something's to each other. Right. I felt like, or something like that. I heard that somewhere. I don't know if that's true or not. First things first. What's your name? You know what? I got Google. And then wake to October seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Very cool. That was cool. <laughs> I like how uh, I just think it's funny how when they when she asks them what's your name and then they don't say nothing and uh, and then they uh, <laughs> they show the the fucking uh, the logo and it's like what's your name? My name is Alan Wake too because that's the logo. So, uh, no, I played both of them, Loki. Yeah, it's unc it's unclear if Max Payne is connected, but it is very hinted at apparently that they're connected in the same universe in gotcha. some way, shape, or form. That's kind of cool. I love Max Payne. Yeah, I haven't played any of those games, but I've always heard good things about them. Oh man, a remastered Max Payne. Do it, man, so I can play them. I'm I'm honestly like waiting on a bunch of remakes of remasters of games so I can play them finally because there's a lot of stuff I've missed out on over the years. And I played Max Payne two, like them. no joke, Max Payne two. I I played that over and over and over again. Like when and when I say over and over and over again, I don't mean I just hopped in and played it whenever. I mean I played the beginning of the game to the end of the game like three or four fucking times. Damn. It's one of the few non-RPG games I've ever done that with. The next game we have here is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, which looks good. I uh, do want this game as well. I'm trying to, I'm currently in the process of catching up to the newer Assassin's Creed games. I will be playing, uh, was it Unity here pretty soon on stream? Probably within the next month or so, so keep an eye out for that because that'll be going down. Well, let's check out this uh, AC Mirage trailer in three, two, one, go. Welcome, hidden one. You have died and been reborn. We need to find a way to get you inside without being seen. You could bribe the guards to look the other way. I shall see what flavor best suits me. 
Release the fear. Quiet it. Find a stillness. And let's go. I'm, li I'm liking the combat and the, the movement. Definitely feels reminiscent of the older games. Yeah. The stage is yours, Basim. We may be watching. Oh, cool. That was <laughs> right. good, man. I, I, I like to kind of like older return a little bit. I'm cool with that for a little while. Why not? Yeah. I, I like... I like all the assassin. I, I like the old games. I like the new games. The only problem with the new games is that they are very large. Takes a very long time for me to do things because I always feel like I got to do everything in them. That's and uh, uh, like my that's my issue. <laughs> More that's than the one game's of the things issue. that I hear about the, the newer games that I'm kind of like, oh man, I wish. Yeah, you know, kind of like, oh, I want to play the new games, but man, that's gonna be. I don't know how much time I'll put into them, man, because it seems like it's a lot. We'll see. Yeah, I am looking forward to playing them. I'm, I'm catching up slowly but surely. Like I said, the next one for they're, me will be. They're new, good. So we're almost there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, what game was next up after that? We had uh, Revenant Hill, which is like that cat game. Uh, then they had the Animu, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Uh, and then we had Final Fan or not Final Fantasy, Street Fighter Six. Um, Ultros. Tower of Fantasy, another Animu game. And then this one, I'm sure we want to check out yeah. Dragon's Dogma 2. I need to play the first one, but uh, this one looks pretty dope as well. I downloaded the first one because I've never played it completely. I played it a little bit. Also, it's on sale right now. Dragon's Dogma 1. You can get it for four bucks on Steam right now. No joke. Damn, that's a hell of a deal, man. I want to say it's four bucks. Let me double check. I looked earlier and it was four dollars. I'm pretty sure it still is. Oh no, no, it's not. What happened? It wasn't on sale. Where did I the see sales it over now? Oh man, I guess it is. Oh yeah, it's Monday. Oh, maybe it was a weekend thing. Huh. Thirty dollars. There. But maybe you might be able to get it uh, you know, cheaper somewhere else. If you look around. Uh you can get it for three ninety nine over at DL Gamer. Oh, and on New Egg. Oh well, there you go. New right egg, now. boom. Four nineteen. I guess it was on sale on Steam, and it ended like, I guess, a couple hours ago. Wow, interesting. Point is, you can get it cheap. Yeah. Let's watch this trailer. Check it out. Three, two, one, go. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta play this at some point as well. The, the first game is so cool. 
With its whole like uh, pawn system and companion system. Never played it. I gotta gotta get to it, man. For good things though. And I'm interested in trying it out. Like as an older person that has played like Elden Ring now and, and Wesley wasn't in that type of game. And it's not exactly that type of game. But So my question is, when did the first game come out? When did Dark Arisen come out? Well, D Dark Arisen was an expansion pack. So they, they, or they threw it in with the PC version, but it was, it came out in, oh, okay. uh, I thought that was just the full title of the 20, first game, but, 2012. Yeah. Oh shit. So it's been over 10 years then. Yeah. So when did the expansion come out then? An expansion okay. of the ver an expanded version came out, began development in 2012. So, Dark Arisen released in Japan in 2013. And then, oh yeah, 2013, I guess. All right, cool. Well, this game looks awesome too. The second one, so definitely makes me want to, uh, you know, catch up and play it. The PC the version time. of Dark Arisen came out in 2016. So that Dark Arisen was also on, on the consoles. Sorry, it gets a little confusing because of the old Dragon's Dogma and then Dark Arisen thing. Awesome. But yeah, it's cool. It's a cool little deal. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that. sure yeah look, looks good uh let's see and then after that we started to get into the uh vr section actually before that there was the five nights at freddy help wanted two and then 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 we got into the vr section with resident Evil 4 vr arizona sunshine 2 which i didn't even heard of the first game so i was like it was two what but again i don't have vr so uh, Crossfire Sierra Squad, which to be fair for like a for like a VR game, that looked pretty cool. Uh, Synapse, Beat Saber. I mean that that's always looked kind of fun, but again, I don't I don't know the VR. And then Bungie came out and we're like we're bringing back Marathon and here's another DLC for Destiny Two. Um, and then like. This, then they had this game called Concord, which or Concord, which I'm like, I don't even, what even is this game? They showed like a teaser was while it was, and I, I didn't, even, I don't even know what kind of game it was or anything like that, you know? I'm like, I would, like, what is this? They showed like a burger in a spaceship and uh, or, or something like that. I don't know what it was, man. Uh. But uh, but then but then on the PlayStation blog it says introducing Concord, or Concord, a new PvP multiplayer FPS from Firewalk Studios coming to PS5 and PC. Um, so that's what it is. I, cause I couldn't tell from that teaser. I'm like, what is this? But that's what it is. It's a PV new PvP multiplayer FPS. Um, for those out there wondering. And then they showed off the uh, the new hardware, the uh, the earbuds and the uh, 
the new like Nintendo Switch kind of remote play Steam deck thing controller with the screen. The, that deal. thing we talked about last week. We talked about it. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. That was a, look at a that. Coming. We scooped PlayStation. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, they put it on. No, it was shout, on their shout, fucking website. <laughs> shout out to Insider Gaming on that one as well <laughs> for having the insider info on that. Um, and then the last thing here was Spider-Man Two, which they had a introducing Craven Delio, and then they kind of had gameplay reveals. So, um, those are pretty good. Yeah, you can watch the introducing Craven uh, thing here because it's only like a couple minutes. Yeah, let's do that. We can do that. And then the game, the gameplay one's a little bit longer, so probably won't. That, that one's like ten minutes long, so we probably won't watch all of that. We can watch some of it. We'll we'll skim through it, but I recommend checking one, it out it when out. you can watch the full thing because it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. So all right, let's check this Craven thing out. Three, two, one, go. PlayStation oh, Studios. You get the Marvel logo going. Zombie games. <sighs> Ma is Marvel, baby. <laughs> Scoops. Scoops Hagen Das. Like they make you think that this is Craven because he's got like the, you know, mm -hmm. the gear, but then very quickly find out that he's not. You will not share. I have been in your shadow for hours, but you sense nothing. Pathetic. Bye bye, pal. I asked for an equal, and this is what you find, sir. Perhaps a new hunting ground. There you go. The Craven introduction. 
Um, that looks cool. I think that his design looks really good too for, uh, mm-hmm. for this universe. So very, very well done. Uh, we can check out the gameplay thing real quick. Uh, we're not gonna watch all of it because it's ten minutes long. But we and you should probably go watch it on your own anyway because it's really cool. But uh, we'll watch some of it. We'll we'll, we'll skim through it. Uh, three, two, one, go. I like how the so like sticky and slimy and nasty the <laughs> symbiote two looks. The HUD and everything looks pretty neat too. Like they changed it from the way it looked in the uh, first game. I don't know how it looks in the Bob Morales one yet, but I will find out soon enough. The voice performance sounds more like more more edgy and like more, well, you know. Let's see. That's what I was fixed to say. It just sounds like fucking Sasuke because it's the same voice as Sasuke from Naruto. Yeah, I, I across the river. No idea. I, mean, I so that's all I hear when he talks like that. It's and Sasuke. then we switch over to Miles, baby, and we get the music change. And this is this is cool right here. Sounds like Craven's checking off his. We don't have much time. Move. Yeah, I'm loving this music right uh, now. Guess too. We'll later. I can't wait to play his game. I'm, I'm, uh, I have it now, so I will be playing it here after I finish Final Fantasy VII. Been really tough hiding it from my mom, but yeah, I'll boot up and see you there. They got here fast. Sorry about that. Can't let him find Connors, or he's done for. Anyway, we could probably skip up ahead from here. Uh, let's go to the uh, let's say five minute mark. Going five minutes now. You want to some delicious fishies? Ew. Hey man. I saw that, I freaked the fuck out. Building swarming with hunters. <laughs> Any sign of Connors? Uh, yeah. Genki's tracking him. Hey, Mr. Parker. Mr. Spider-Man, I mean. 
But the date isn't complete. Okay, I think I got a lock. Gigi, wait, you chill. Oh boy, who's that gonna be? That me. me neither. That's my stomach. I'm hungry. Bro. Let's go. Dude, they made the lizard look huge in this. Mm-hmm. As he was running off the side there, I'm like, almost, they almost made him look like a dinosaur, like a fucking like T-Rex or something. This part is cool right here, just swinging around. Just in the over the water like this, really cool. Yeah. I just knew I'm gonna fail and fall in the water like so many times because I'm bad. This is really, really exciting. Keep it tight, man. Watch out for those drones. Don't worry. They think I'm a friendly. Bam. That's just so cool, man. And there's your boy Craven again. These poor tourists, man. Imagine you're just out for a day on the on the river and uh, that shit happens. The transition, man, going from Miles to Peter now, again, it's like crazy. Go boom, boys. Oh, no, 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 Spider-Man, it's got defenses. Spider-Man, hang on. The water we go. Dude, fuck that. Time to get away from this, uh... The water skin now. Let's go. Just throwing shit at you too. That's wild. Alley-oop! 
Got him. the tracker let's go man before he gets too far no he's mine you sure he's got big teeth so edgy symbiote <laughs> so do i um he's not normally like that right no he's never like that And there it is, Spider-Man 2 gameplay trailer. Hell yeah. Looks great. Cannot wait to play Miles Morales pretty soon here. Because again, the first game is incredible. And that was pretty much the end of the showcase. Yeah. PlayStation showcase. That is a bunch of, uh, I, I would, I, I'd say it was a pretty solid showcase. Like mm -hmm. not everything was, was, I mean, anytime you get something like this, there's going to be stuff you don't like and stuff you do like, and, you know? Yeah. So I would say overall though, I think, I think it was pretty, uh, pretty cool. Uh, there was, there was a lot of things in there that I was really, that I really dig. So there's also, um, Rumors that PlayStation's holding back a little bit and that there may be another show later in the year as well. That they really have more than what they necessarily showed there. So that might be a thing in the future. So just keep an eye out. For, uh, not keep an eye out, I guess, but keep your ear out for another, uh, one of these events maybe in the later half of the year if, uh, that rumor proves to be true. We'll see. I don't know how many of these I don't I I forget how many of these they have a year, but um I always get them mixed yeah. up because they're like they they call them like PlayStation events, but they'll do things that are centered on just like one game at times too, right? So it gets a little weird. Yeah, they have well they have like showcases and like state of plays and stuff. So yeah, I, I get them mixed it's, up. But if they're holding back, which that's the thing, it's like there's no fucking law, right? That's like we can only do one show a year. But if they held some stuff back for another show later in the year, who knows? Mm. Yeah. But that's just the rumor. There is no facts that we I know. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Mm. All right. Um. Okay. After uh, that, we have a little uh, gameplay overview for uh, Aliens Dark Descent. Yeah. Check that out real quick. In three, two, and one, play. This is a bit of a longer trailer. This game comes out soon. Welcome There's too many games out. Dark Descent. 
a strategic real-time squad-based tactical action game set in the furthest reaches of the Alien universe. Join us for an extended look at Aliens Dark Descent, where players will need to make strategic decisions with lasting consequences in real-time skirmishes against terrifying threats. Yes, I can. Inspired by the 20th Century Studios sci-fi action films, Aliens Dark Descent drops you into the cold embrace of space, where you'll use your tactical abilities to unravel a horrifying narrative that has yet to be seen within the alien universe. The journey begins as your ship crash lands on Lethe, a backwater planet infested with xenomorphs. There, you take control of Mako Hayes, a Wayland yutani administrator, and Jonas Harper, a USCM officer, as they team up to survive an onslaught of the deadliest life form mankind has ever seen. In Alien's Dark Descent, you are the commander, your squad is your weapon. Through approachable, fast-paced tactical planning, you will strategically manage their squad as a unit. If the Xenomorph threat becomes overwhelming, you will have the ability to slow down time at any moment to focus on tactical decisions in the heat of combat while making the gameplay more manageable and easier for players Bam. less familiar with this style of gameplay. Additionally, Thanks to the unique squad behavior system we created for Aliens Dark Descent. I think you do get to rename your squad, by the way, which means, DT, you'll be on the squad. Okay. Uh, we'll put Tyler on there, because obviously we need a scapegoat to die. Um, the thing about this game, too, is like, if they die, they die, right? It's like that's yeah. They talk, I think they talk about that later on, too. You will need to do all of this while also making sure not to run out of valuable resources to sustain your squad. Stress 90. That's me like all of my life. Can be challenging, so you'll <laughs> have to stay sharp and decisive to turn the tide of battle in your favor. Every mission is unique as the game's AI adapts to your unique player behavior and actions. Explore extensive open and persistent levels where every choice you make will remain unaltered. Weld doors or hack terminals to secure your future paths. Place deployable motion trackers to monitor your surroundings. And unlock new landing areas for your APC to increase chances of your full team survival and make further expeditions easier. This is a $40 game, by the way. Yep, $40 game comes out June 20th. Managing the health and stress levels of your squad is equally as important as clearing objectives. When a marine dies, they are gone for good. They're gone for Making good. There it is. All your choices resonate through Aliens Dark Descent's Rip. bleak realm. As a good leader, analyze the I just hope that if uh, when you get this game and play it and name a character after me, I don't die right away like Tyler. Um, what if you make it like all the way to the end and then you get dragged away by the alien? <laughs> just be like, no! I mean, hey man, at least I made it to the end at that point, you know? All the improvements you need as long, as long as I go out in a cool way, right? That's, all that's the thing that I, I was wondering is like, could your squad get like abducted and in one of the alien cocoons and like you gotta save them? Prove your gear to help your team survive longer during missions. A character customization. With five classes available, assign critical roles to each of your Hell marines yeah. and create a stronger squad to explore the depths of the facility and take on more difficult objectives.
It's always advised to engage with medics who bring significant healing advantages on the field. Get them heals, boy. Gunners who are extremely efficient against hordes of foes. After successfully clearing a mission, make sure to reward your soldiers by promoting them. Unlocking new abilities and attributes which allow you to create even more tactical synergies in your defense against the Xenomorph Onslaught. Aliens Dark Descent features a fully-fledged tactical campaign filled with intense moments, deep strategy, and terrifying revelations. As you explore further, you'll uncover a complex story in your attempt to solve the mysteries of Planet Lethe. Mm. Gear up and discover the source Chapter of them face huggers, boys, girls. Mako Hayes and Jonas Harper in Aliens Dark Descent on June 20th when the game releases on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah, that looks uh that looks like it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm super interested. I wanna see reviews before I buy it. But what they showed there looks really cool. And I'm glad oh, yeah. that they spent like a good amount of time going over here's all this, here's all this, here's all this, other than just like a little trailer, you know. Cool, cool, cool. Next thing we have here is uh, 40, Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader Space Wolf and Ship Combat Beta Announcement Trailer. Okay, I'm super excited for this game because they're the guys that did the Pathfinder games and I love those. So let's check this out in three, two, one, go. And I'm a big fan of Warhammer 40k. At least the video games. And the books. I never really played the tabletop tactical Road thing. Traitors. Holy shit, that's loud. He is so much bigger than everybody else. I love it because that's what space brains are. They're huge. Traders withstand the lure of the ruinous powers. 
and those Damn. who succumb to the darkness risk a calamitous fate in exchange for their soul. Only madness and damnation await. Beta on June 1st. Oh man, and you can get a collector's edition? Oh boy. I didn't even know they had a collector's edition, but that's pretty cool. Of course, you can wish list it now. So. Yes, sir. All right. All right. What do we have next here? Let's see. Ah. Next thing we have here is that Naughty Dog needs more time for the Last of Us multiplayer game, but they tease a new single-player game as well. So they put out a uh, tweet. Uh, Naughty Dog did uh, a few days ago on Friday. Uh, saying, The Last of Us fans, we know many of you have been looking forward to hearing more about our Last of Us multiplayer game. We're incredibly proud of, of the job our studio has done thus far, but as development has continued, we've realized what is uh, best for the game is to give it more time. Our team will continue to work on the project as well as other games in development, including a brand new single-person player experience. We look forward to sharing more soon. We're grateful to our fantastic community for your support. Thank you for your passion in our games. It continues to drive us. So that is their message. Um, makes me wonder, Naughty Dog is primarily known for um, Uncharted and The Last of Us. So if they say there's a new single-player game coming out, I hope, and there's also a rumor that they're going to be focusing on a new IP, which I really hope they do because I kind of want to see them do something different than what they're, you know, used to doing. I want to see them just kind of, branch out and, and do some some more different like because again they're moan they're mainly known for the last of us uncharted and then the one i forgot about jack and dexter so th that's kind of the three those are the three franchises they're kind of known for mm -hmm. um but i kind of hope they come out they they you know make a new ip and you know do something different i want to see them do some something different you know So yeah. we shall see, we shall see. And then in terms of the last of us multiplayer stuff, I mean, yeah, sure, make it make sense to them. Yeah. Makes sense for them to just kinda hold on to it a bit more until they're ready. Um, so I'm not too uh no, nothing really to, to say there. I think. I do find it interesting that Bungie's like they talked about it, which I don't want to go super deep into it, but they had Bungie having a look at their portfolio, and that may have had a impact on some of that stuff, too. 
like going over their games and stuff. Mm. But yeah, we can move on. Oh god! <sighs> you probably could have watched this after we watched the Rogue Trader thing, but we'll do it now. Uh, Space Marine Two, Warhammer Forty K. It was a uh, showcase uh, gameplay thing as well. It's only a minute long. We can check that out. Oh yeah, well. let's check it out. I didn't even know this was out. Yeah, sweet. And then uh, there was something else as well. So there's two little, little video games we or two little videos we can watch. So first one, uh, if you're ready, on three, two, one, go. Major Salkan, what's your status? We're coming to you now. They're plotting something. What motive do these creatures have to attack this facility? These drones. Is that you? <laughs> A worthy adversary. I feel like I heard that voice. You will pay, you rotten This actually looks stupid gorgeous. That's kind of crazy. I haven't seen a lot of the gameplay. It looks. Hey, look at all the blood. Hell yeah. Delta wing, report. The spores collapsed the bridge. That looks crazy. This shit looks sick, dude. Kill them all. Warhammer 40k is Pistarine 2. Oh, there you go. Lag collector's edition statue is kind of nuts. It's <laughs> pretty intense. Yeah. That's cool. Alrighty. That looks great. I mean, like, it, that looks cool. So we have another little video we can check out here as well. If you go to the bottom of that. And then, yeah, I uh, got you. It's another minute long thing, so let's check it out if you're ready. I'm ready. In three, two, one, go. We are the defenders of mankind against the horrors that dwell in the darkness. For those who are into tabletop, it's we a get board, the board game. game with cool little minis. Angels of death. We are the blade drawn against the endless night. Nothing will survive our wrath. Build, paint, battle. Gotta show that Citadel paint, you know, so you go pay a fortune for it. <laughs> no, that's cool. There it is. Yeah. All right. So that is it for our video game news, my friend. That's the gaming news, y'all. Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Get ready for a lot more of that. Coming soon. All right. TV news. TV what news is going to be uh, pretty short as well. Not a whole lot. Uh, 
happening there with this, but still got some stuff. Uh, first thing we have here is a season two official trailer for the Paramount Plus show Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which I reacted to. I saved this one for the podcast. So if you <laughs> want to see my initial thoughts on this, definitely go check it out because I already watched it. But you guys were going to get Josh's first thoughts. So if you're ready, Josh, I'm ready. Let's go ahead and do that in three, two, one, go. Something's in the air. My God. Our job puts us up against death. And we might not like it, but we do have to face it. Hold on to your saddles. We are explorers. It's easy to forget how awesome that is. That's the mission. It's what we love most. I have this crazy theory. I love a crazy theory. What does this mean? I don't know. Chop. Oh dear. Right? Do you know the odds of all of us being here at this time? Lots of kissing in this uh this trailer, man. It's, it's the, uh, it's Boimler and, and Mariner. Yeah. I was wondering if they were going to show him in the trailer. Oh, I can't wait for that. Live long and prosper, Mr. Boimler. I, I'll, you also live and... It's a boy Huey. Oh. That's going to, that's going to be really interesting. <laughs> the crossover. Yeah. That looks. I love Strange New Worlds. We watched the first season, and yeah, I know like some of the hardcore Trekkies. I don't think we're crazy over some decisions in it, but I I love it. I love it. I'll be honest. I had a lot of fun with that first season. Yeah, I enjoy Strange New Worlds. It's about the only Star Trek show that I watch, so it's uh pretty good. Pretty good. I do like it. So yeah. Looking forward to season two. That looks pretty pretty good. I don't know anything about the uh, the animated uh, characters from the uh, the other show, but I think it's cool to doing a crossover. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. I'm really curious to like how like comedic it's gonna be because like the animated show is kind of like Futurama, to be honest okay. with you. So that's gonna be. Interesting to say the least. All right. All right. The next thing we have here is um Netflix's <laughs> Skull Island animated series has a uh 
not only uh official teaser trailer but also they've revealed the voice cast so we have nicholas cantu may whitman uh darren darren barnett benjamin bratt and betty hey. gilpin will hey. lend their voices to the legendary television's monster universe anime series which is debuting on june 22nd uh so betty from anime- uh, glow from glow yeah the anime series portrays a group of shipwrecked characters trying to escape a dangerous and mysterious island. Um, Sky Island will see kind-hearted explorers rescue Annie from the ocean, only for the heroism to land them on the treacherous Skull Island, home to bizarre creatures and terrifying monsters, including the mighty King Kong. Uh, so let's, there's, a, there's a teaser for it, so let's check it out. Check it out. So let's do that. And it's a very short one, too, 50 seconds. And three, two, one, go. You know what they called that place? Skull Island. Oh, hell no. many creatures man and there's there's the there's the king himself all right so there interesting hopefully that'll be neat yeah I'll, I'll be giving that a go at some point um yeah, that is our uh, movie news or TV news. We should move on to the movie news when you're ready, because that's let's, it. Let's hit the movie. We got news. a couple things here as well. We got some trailers, and then uh, and then some casting news and and whatnot. So let's check this one out. The first one is for the Flash. It's the final trailer before the movie releases here within the next couple weeks. So when you're ready, Josh. Three, two, one, go. Thank you. Touching you into Mr. Wayne. No, please don't. Um... I need you here now, Barry. So you're saying you could travel back in time. Bad flick. But Bruce, I can fix things. I can save people. I can save my mom. I can save your parents. You can also destroy everything. Love you, Bob. I love you too. So how was it this week? How's school? School was good. Oh shit. This is mad trippy. Dude, this is catastrophic. Generals are I'm not gonna lose there again. It's not Clark. 
My name is Kara. I will help you. Interesting group. Want some help? Wait, he's Batman? You want to get nuts? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Da, 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 da. Bro, that shot. The moon. And him flying down. Oh. We're in uncharted territory. Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. Fancy friends. No, it was an Uber. Oh, exec. Cool. Yeah, that that looks crazy. Which, by the way, guys, I did react to that as well. So, if you want to see my first thoughts on that as well? Check that out. And this next trailer, I also reacted to as well. Uh, so if you want to move on to that one, Josh, we can do that as well. Yep. This one is for Barbie. Uh, again, I reacted to this also. So if you want to see my first thoughts on it and what I had to say about it initially, go check that out. But we're going to check it out now. So, Josh, when you're ready, let's I'm do ready. this in three, two, one, play. Hey, Barbie. Can I come to your house tonight? Sure. I don't have anything big planned, just a giant blowout party with all the Barbies and plant choreography and a bespoke song. You should stop by. So cool. You can find me under the lights, diamonds under my eyes. This is the best day ever. It is the best day ever. So is yesterday, and so is tomorrow, and every day from now until forever. Yeah. You guys ever think about dying? <laughs> The shit. Uh. When my heart breaks. Some things have been happening that might be related. When my world shakes. Cold shower Ooh. falling off my roof. Ah! And my heels are on the ground. <gasps> the humor is gonna be like hilarious, dude. What do I have to do? You have to go to the real world. You can go back to your regular life, or you can know the truth about the universe. The choice is now yours. The first one, the high heel. You have to want to know, okay? Do it again. Closer I am to Closer I am to Fucking Ryan Gosling, dude. <laughs> okay. You're gonna be so damn silly, bro. What's going on? Why are these men looking at me? Yeah, they're also staring at me. Bro. Barbie in the real world. That's impossible. If this got out, this could mean extremely weird things for our world. This would be catastrophic. We haven't played with Barbie since we were like five years old. Oh. No one rests until this doll is back in a box. Even if nobody else sings along. Humans 
only have one ending. Get that for me! Bro, these guys just diving and missing is hilarious. No, I won't let you do just one appendectomy. But I'm a man. But not a doctor. Can I talk to a doctor? You are talking to a doctor. Can I need a clicky pen? No. A sharp thing? No. There he is. Doctor! Somebody get security. Is Bobby booked if you still in doubt? Man, my birthday's mm. looking wild. <laughs> uh, this movie looks fucking hilarious, dude. Like it, it like really does. <laughs> I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate what they did with it. I guess is what I'm getting at. It looks silly. Oh uh, man! All right. Well, to close out our movie news, we got a couple of things here. Number one is that Adeline Rudolph is going to be playing Katana in New Line's Mortal Kombat 2. Um, she made her debut as a part of Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, Simon McCoy, who directed the previous movie, is back... Uh, for this one, uh, which sees Carl Urban leading the ensemble on diverse cast, Carl Urban, which uh, we talked about before, he's gonna be playing uh, boy uh, Johnny Cage, right? Johnny Cage, which means get ready for the split nut shot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rudolph will be playing Katana, a character first introduced in Mortal Kombat Two. Uh. Known for her cutthroat steel fans, became one of the video game's signature characters. Uh, Katana mm -hmm. has a close bond with Jade, a popular Mortal Kombat character who will be played by uh, Tati Gabrielle, who was her castmate in uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina as well. Uh, playing part of the trio of the deadly mean girls known as Weird Sisters in that... Uh, but yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. It's a little bit more news on Mortal Kombat 2. And Lionsgate has confirmed that John Wick 5 is in early development. Uh, with Keanu, with Keanu Reeves, uh, Starring John Wick Chapter 4, topping $363 million globally. Film chief Joe Drake addressed the future of the Assassin franchise during an earnings call. Uh, he teased development of a fifth movie uh, last Thursday during a uh, quarter four earnings call. Uh, what He says, what is official... Uh, or what's official is that, as of you know, Ballerina is the first spinoff that comes out next year. We're in development on three others, including five and including the television series, which will be airing soon. We're building out the world. And when that five movie comes, it will be organic. We'll be organically grown out of how we're starting to tell these stories. But you can rely on a regular cadence of John Wick. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, pretty crazy. Pretty yeah. crazy. Especially with the way that four ended, you know. So, um, I'm very curious to see where they take it from here. Um, 
Yeah. I'm obviously looking forward to the spinoff and the prequel and all that other stuff because I really like the world and the universe of John Wick. Um, yeah, I love the so world just... building. Like, it's very fascinating. When are we going to yeah. get the John Wick tabletop book, boys? Dude, I mean, you know what I'm saying? that would be, yeah, that would be kind of nuts. That, <laughs> it that would, it would, would work cool. because the yeah. world building is kind of cool. Like, it feels like somebody was like, you know what? I want to play D&D, but I want it to be modern with assassins and this whole underground world. Boom. Easily doable, right? It's, yeah, no, for sure. It's cool. I like, I like John Wick, uh, and I want him to keep making them because, like, they're all good. And, like, every yeah. you know, we've had four movies. They're all great. So if they keep making them, and it, they're great, keep making them. Why not? That's, that's, what, that's kind of what I said on my, on my Discord. I was like, yo, as long as the people involved want to keep making them and they're, they're as good as they have been, fucking let them do as many as they want, man. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. But that'll do it for our movie news, which concludes all of our news in general. News is done. Uh, we are Denzo, my friend, so we can take a little quick break and then uh, let's do it. Come back and we'll talk about M from 1931. Let's check it out. We'll be right back after this, guys. I'll run some ads and uh, for YouTube, this will be instantly. For everybody else, we'll be back in a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Clockwork Cantina. We just finished up all of this week's news, and we are going to move into our main topic, which was we watched a movie, DT. Indeed, it was another time for a retro rewind. We uh, do these at the end of the month now uh, when there isn't anything else that you know supersedes it. Mm -hmm. um, and this time it was Josh's pick, and he chose a film that I had not even heard about uh, up until it was time to watch this. I, however, had heard about its director, uh, Fritz Lang, because I have seen one of his other movies called Metropolis, which is from 1927. Um, and I kind of feel... There is one thing about that movie that I feel the way about how... I, kind of similar to this one which is both of these movies feel like they're ahead of its time yes i especially agree. like <laughs> especially for the like the time like this dude out here making these types of movies in the 20s and 30s dude like that is insanity and like metropolis is a silent film so that one is you know a, l a little different than m but m does have moments or shots where it is like I, i'm pretty sure they shot it as a silent film too and then they added sound after filming like in post i, I believe is how they did that um whereas metropolis was just completely silent um mm -hmm. but anyway and there and there are shots that you can tell in this movie that are like straight up like out of like that of like a silent film era and all that but um there are other things that they kind of that in this movie are like stuff from the past and how they used to do things, but then they kind of, you, you can kind of see that they're gearing up towards the era of like, you know, more, more modern, uh, 
movies, I suppose. But but anyway, yeah, M by uh, from 1931 by um, Fritz Lang is the movie we watched. Again, Josh's pick. So uh, yeah, you want you want to tell us a little bit more about this yeah. Uh, film, Josh? Yeah. So this is uh, a fascinating movie. I'd heard about it. So. And we started the retros, right? Like we'll go back and watch something maybe we haven't seen before, or something old. Like I like to, yeah. I like to kind of dig into some of those early things that you might hear about and have never seen. Like we did Casablanca. I've never seen Casablanca, but everybody quotes it, right? So when yeah. I was in the process of like, let's find some other movies, and you know, we found the Maltese Falcon and watched that for the first time. So I was like. So these are kind of like the things everybody's heard about, right? But M is something that I'd never heard about. So I, I Googled one day, what are just some old classic movies that maybe I haven't seen, you know? So I got a big list and M was on there. And the reason that I picked it was just because, let me read the synopsis to you. And remember, this movie was made in 1931. Or it came out in 1931, rather. It is. In this classic German thriller, Hans Beckert, a serial killer who preys on children, 1931, by the way, uh, becomes the focus of a massive Berlin police manhunt. Beckert's uh, heinous crimes are so uh, repellent and disruptive to city life that he is even targeted by others in the CD underworld network. With both cops and criminals in pursuit, the murderer soon realizes that people are on his trail, sending him into a tense panicked attempt to escape justice the thing that like how can you read that and then look at when this movie came out and be like oh i gotta check that out because that's like that's the 30s <laughs> brother that, that's that's before we even knew anything really according with modern police techniques with with and then psych psychological yeah. techniques when it comes to like serial killers right so that's why like and we and we watch modern movies and and documentaries and stuff that talk about all that stuff and so like it, it fascinated me to be like let's check this out um so that's kind of like what drove me to want to pick this movie to check it out like the subject matter is uncomfortable um obviously that's dealing with a serial killer of children, uh, played by uh, Peter Peter Lore or Laurie. I'm not exactly Peter, sure how you pronounce Peter, it. Peter Peter Laurie, yeah, yeah, Peter Laurie. And we've seen him. He was in Casablanca for a little bit, um, and I think he's also in the Maltese Falcon. Funny enough, um, uh, as different characters. Yep, he's in the Maltese Falcon. Um, so I was like, let's let's check this out. And this is this film. You had to watch it with subtitles because I think it was only in German. So German. I, I didn't see a dub anywhere. So. Um, but yeah, I uh, so that's kind of what drove the pick of the movie was like. This is a mystery suspense thriller from the 30s that deals with a serial killer that's killing kids. Right. And like that is yeah. that kind of like I, I want to check this out. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh 
Yeah, it, so this was the uh, Fritz Lang's first sound film. Uh, we we talked. DT mentioned yep. that uh, it features many c- cinematic innovations, including the use of long, fluid tracking shots. That is, like a, yeah. That is one of the things that I wrote down in my notes for this. Mm-hmm. Is I am like, Im- I was really impressed by the cinematography and the tracking shots in this movie. Like, they're pretty damn good. Like for like, especially back then too. Yeah. But continue. Hey, DT, before we continue on, do you want to watch the trailer? You watch the trailer yeah, for yeah, the yeah. movie? Yeah, because I actually haven't seen the trailer. I just watched the movie. So yeah, I'm really curious about the... I imagine this is a re-release trailer, probably. So yeah. but, uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's check, check this out. Because I am curious, yeah. Because we usually, we all usually throw in a... Uh, I'll, I'll make it to you. Throw in a trailer... Um, of like the old thing we'd never seen before, so I don't know if this trailer has subtitles. I'm gonna assume yes. Let's see, film forever, BFI. Oh, this is a BFI release. M1931. Okay, when you're ready, let me know. Let's let's check it out. All right, three, two, one, go. Yeah, I'm really curious what a trailer for this movie looks like because. Dude, this shot right here? Yes. Of du hast dabei him. Einen Ball. The, the shadow of a murderer on his own wanted poster with all his <laughs> crimes and shit. That is wild. It's a great shot. The blind man. Oh, that balloon thing. <laughs> it's wild seeing some of the stuff. Dude, they also, smoke so much fighting. in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of smoking. Bro, he's got like Joker vibes when he does that with his mm-hmm. fingers and stuff. The birth of the psychological thriller. That's right, he sends a fucking note to the newspapers, too. I forgot about that. Peter Lorre. Well, everybody loses their minds. Mm-hmm. It's a decent trailer for this movie, man. Because I was like really curious, like how how do how do you make a trailer for a movie like this? You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, this is a pretty decent trailer for this. Um, so how do you wanna? How, what do you wanna get? How do you wanna start this? I mean, we already kind of did, but like, what do what do you wanna um, go into first? Let's just let's just talk about the parts we like. Like like let's like we don't have to like okay, so break down me, the whole movie or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So for me, again, uh, going back to kind of what I said earlier, I, I thought the cinematography and the tracking shots where they like follow scenes and characters and stuff was really, really well. For like a movie in nineteen thirty in the nineteen thirties, I thought was really, really 
like great. Um, I like the whole like uh, this movie's like a horror noir suspense thriller kind of deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think for like a ninety-two year old movie, I think that's how old this movie is. Ninety-two years old. Yeah, Something it like is that. wild. That is insane. Um, but yeah, it's really like wild dark subject matter for the 30s right and like you know even um even though we don't really get to see any of the violence really Mm -hmm. they allude to a lot of things despite showing or not showing like you know a lot of the stuff that they you know yeah because like leaves it up to here man which is horrible yeah it leaves it up to your mind as we know, this this guy is a child murderer, but we don't really get to see him do any of it. Or they also allude to him doing other things, right? Yeah, which is yeah, you know, also horrific. Um, yeah. Um, and another one of my favorite things in this movie is that even though there is absolutely zero music in this movie, because we have to remember that at the time there was a lot of silent films before that, right? It was a silent film era. And again, I mentioned at the top of the, you know, the discussion here that I watched his previous film, Metropolis. That was a completely silent film. So they didn't have any music in those kind of movies up until this point. And this movie doesn't have any either, which again, makes sense because, you know, they're coming out of the silent era basically, but they do have, they do have, a musical motif in this, which is mm-hmm. in the Hall of the Mountain King, which we hear throughout the movie. You know, it's the the which he does kind of like he whistles throughout the movie. Like and that's how you know he's on screen or just off screen because yeah. he's not always yeah, on screen. I find yeah. that fascinating. Whenever you it's, hear that whistle, he's around. <laughs> it's it's the whistle of like compulsion that he does whenever he's ready to kill or like he does out of like frustration or out of like whatever right like he just it, it's it's the whistle that, that he does you know that that I, like you said we know that he's around when you hear that um so i thought that was like really well done um for a movie that has no music and like it's the it's like a basically like a silent film but like you know Obviously, there is sound in it. Um, the way it's shot and everything is, is like a silent film, but like you know, there is sound and and they added stuff afterwards. And and then you know, he uh, again, the musical motif of in in the Hall of the Mountain King is really uh, really 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 good um, when it comes to, to to that kind of stuff. And um, I also want to say that Peter Lorre absolutely killed it in this movie, dude. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't really get a lot to do for the majority of the movie, but like I want to say that last like fifteen minutes or so of the movie, like at the end, when he like really gets to do stuff, he is crazy, dude. Like there are mm-hmm. moments where like his eyes are like this, and then they go like this, mm-hmm. and you're like, God damn, dude! Like what a like just the acting in his face and his like in like his eyes and 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 just the intensity of it all is like crazy dude like it really 
I know you mentioned earlier how we had seen some of him in like Casablanca and the, the Maltese Falcon and stuff. It makes me want to watch more of his stuff just based off his performance right. in this movie. Like it is, he is intense in this, in this role, man. It is yeah, no, he's crazy. crazy. You know what is even else is crazier? He was known for comedy before this movie. He was a comedian. <laughs> he wasn't like a like I mean, a dramatic actor or anything like that. He was a comedian actor. It it um just shows his range, man. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, no, like yeah, that's that's absolutely wild. But yeah, and then also like I we I mentioned it when we watched the trailer, but just the shot of him of his shadow over the wanted poster. That is a. It feels like a, a modern thing. Shot. It feels like a yeah. modern thing, but it's it's in the 30s. It's 1931. Like it's crazy. 92 years old, man. That's hell, hell, hell of a thing. Yeah, and like uh, just, I I guess there are some characters that have like names in this movie, but I almost kind of felt like there wasn't that many that had names, and like they're just like. There isn't really like a main character of the movie. There's more like we move through a few different characters. There's, yeah, there's like people and more. There's more like groups of people as opposed to like individuals, right? Like there's the police, there's the parents, there's the yeah. you know the crime you know organization dudes and all that. Well, they open a, the movie following like one of the mothers of a soon-to-be victim, and yeah. like the moment that it, it stays focused on her and the, the kids and they're talking, the kids are making up the little rhyme right out in the Dude, playground. That whole song that they're singing is that is, that is insane, bro. Like there's a child killer terrorizing the city and these kids are over here singing fucking songs about it and shit like what the hell dude i feel like it makes sense for kids that don't fully grasp the situation right like they're just being they're just making up a game about it because they're kids and don't understand the gravity of it all it's that was, that like, was just wild though that they opened the movie yeah. that way i was like wow that's, yeah that's it crazy. is and the way they just focus on the mom i'm like it builds that tension up right because we don't start off with the murder we start off with like this is interesting. And then it's like they show the the kid and like that whole sequence happens. And I'm just like, like, you just feel like this is something bad is going to happen. And it does. Um, yep. The whole way, whole way through. Um, it's it's very good at building that 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 up to that. It's. Mm-hmm. And it's Which fascinating then- to me. Yeah, I mean, which then later on in the movie, like everybody's trying to hunt him down, and like suspicion and tensions rise, and with all the murders, and people are turning against each other, accusing one another. And I find it police... so interesting that the, the 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 cops are putting so much pressure on the underworld that even the underworld guys are like, "We gotta find this guy and get rid <laughs> yeah, of right? him because we can't do shit because we of this. Yeah, we, we can't, can't do nothing with, because of this guy. We can't make any yeah. money. We've got to find him. So it's. I find that fascinating, right? Like, yeah, the police are like raiding places and looting items from people, and they're just everybody's just failing. They're all they, they, the the whole search is just being ineffective. But I mean, you know, obviously, eventually he is captured or he is caught by the vigilantes, basically, right? And uh, that whole that whole so a few things like that. The one is yeah, like, go for it, go go go. go I for like. It. 
when they're in one of the underworld dives and they're talking to like a, a older like lady she's like yeah some of the women solicit so what i'm like wow i'm surprised they addressed that for a 30s movie um he's obviously made in germany not in the united states because in the yeah. 30s i'm sure the, the fucking oh no they mentioned a prostitute oh no you know but um <laughs> like that whole sequence yeah. with them ch- chasing him down. oh dude i got chills because the blind guy with the balloons, right? Like, he's the one that yeah. sells the balloon in the opening of the movie, right? Or, or in mm-hmm. the early in the movie. I want to say opening because yeah, early on in the movie. Yeah. But um, he sells the balloon and he notices the whistle, right? And then yep. he later it. on, he's a member of like this, uh, uh, what do they call it? A union, like, uh, which is a thing that actually existed apparently, where like all these, the beggars union or something, like they're all a bunch of beggars. Uh, and uh they or they're and and like the criminal underworld's like you guys keep watch on this street and they write it down and watch your union number like that is nuts like that that film it feels like the bowery king from john wick you know like (laughs) kind of like all the all the homeless beggar dudes are out there and they're all watching these different streets right they're not assassins or anything but they're like spies Um, basically yeah i see what you mean with that yeah for sure but I legitimately got chills when the blind guy starts to recognize the whistle the second time, right? Like, I literally got chills in that scene. I was like, oh, they're going to get him. Oh, they're going to get him. Uh, and he does it because he, he, he's trying to solicit another victim, right? He's trying to get another victim, another child to murder. And the blind, the blind guy, I almost said blind wave guy. The blind guy is, um, <laughs> uh, that'd be a whole different movie, whole different movie. Uh, the blind guy, uh, calls over to one of the dudes. And he's like, I, I, I know that whistle, whistle that day, that day, that is the murderer, the murderer. Right. Yep. And so he starts following, uh, Peter Laurie's character around and he's like, but he does the M on the hand. He t- he's like he's got to figure out a way to mark him as a target so they can follow him easier puts the yeah. m on the hand and slaps him on the shoulder and like acts like he bumped into him i'm like that's so clever for a, a 30s movie like uh, like especially this early like this is a good way to show like we're following the right guy right like the whole time and that whole chase sequence into this office building and then him being hidden and then him hiding from the guards uh in that uh storage closet i guess it was um and then it and then that closes and here come all the criminals we'll call the criminals and they break into that office building and hold the guards hostage while they're trying to hunt down this horrible serial killer like the movie is wild uh at times like they're tearing the whole place apart looking for this dude um but I find that interesting. The way it, the way when they finally corner him in the closet and the camera just stays on him until they pull out like uh, some of the junk that's in the way and you see his whole face change as they've caught him red handed. I was like, is he going to get away? I thought he was going to get away for the longest time just because of how long he's in that closet trying to get out because he gets locked in. Like it's, it's, man. It's it's a fascinating film. Like I keep saying that, but it really is. Like if you've never seen it, like even with us, I think it's worth watching. Even if we spoil the shit out of it for you, 
go watch it anyway because it's only like an hour and a half or something like that hour and 40 something like right the, around there somewhere around there let me see m runtime somewhere between like an hour and 20 and like to like an hour and 40 hour, somewhere hour around. and 40 minutes 139 uh, one hour 39 minutes sorry is what it says on the uh, google um so it's not like a super long film, which I don't expect a lot of old... I mean, it is pretty long for a fucking 30s movie, but... Um, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a shot, by the way, DT. Did you notice the shot? Like, we were talking about... You were talking about cinematography earlier. When they go down to the Beggar's Union, and they're swinging the camera, like, down and around, and I'm like, this feels like a modern... Like we always talk about one shots and things modern now. This felt like a mo- like a modern one shot when they're going through the Baker's Union. There's a lot of really good again tracking shots and the, the cinematography was great. I I I I liked it for for uh for a 90 year old movie, dude. Pretty pretty crazy. They they did a good job with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh. The whole time they're trying to figure out evidence, a red, a red pencil, and the guys arguing over the hats. Like when they're, when they're trying to gather all this evidence, all I can think of is like, wow, modern day we have CSI techniques, right? Then in the thirties they had, we need actual clues and fingerprints. It's like all we got and witness testimony, which is notoriously, like, people forget and misremember things all the time with witness testimony and they're like i mean there's a moment in the movie where he's like it's green no no it was red it's red they almost start fighting right there in the police station over it yeah (laughs) so yeah it's uh that's how how, like crazy everybody gets and just how they yeah just the the tension and the, the suspicion and accusations and all that but, Which, uh, um, yeah, what, what were you going to say? Go ahead. No, 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 just, I was just trying to, um, just mention how crazy, like, the idea of, like, obviously we, th- we know that this is a bad dude mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie, but I think what makes this movie, like, stand the test of time apart from some of the cool stuff that we mentioned is the fact that this movie asks this, this movie makes you think by asking you a question that I believe is still relevant to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's an, it's an important one then because, um, is it, okay or morally justifiable or whatever term you want to use to execute a man for these horrible vile heinous things or acts that he has committed as a result of basically like a mental illness right Mm-hmm. Because when it's time for Peter, when Peter Laurie is captured or, or when he gets caught, I mean, and he's like doing his thing, he's like, "Yo, I can't help it," you know, like I, I, like I have, like I need to do this, right? 
a he guy. He even says he doesn't want to. Like yeah, he yeah, says, like, like I hear a voice. I hear, I hear the yeah. victims like in, like in a, his mind. It's it's almost like a curse, you know, right? Like yeah, like, it's like the ghosts like, follow me around. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So, is it okay to execute a man for some horrible ass shit that he's done, even though he is mentally disturbed? Like it's 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 something to think about, man. Because yeah. we know he's a child killer. We know he's unable to control himself. But then you have people around there saying, "Well, you better fucking kill him because if not, he's gonna get away and keep killing more kids." Yeah, he's just gonna claim uh, what do they call it? Paragraph something. Uh, there's something in there like where he gets yeah. to go to a mental institution, right? And they're like, yeah. "Well, he's he's gonna escape and he's gonna." He's going to kill again or, or he's going to fake it and they'll let him go and he'll kill again. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's either like one of those things of like, do you kill him? And, you know, let him out the easy way or do you let him live for, you know, everything that he's done? But then the other argument is like, yo, he'll just be, you know, living off of the people you know, the taxpayers or whatever the fuck you want to say. Right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting question, man. Like, mm -hmm. cause obviously he's a really bad dude, but like, you know, like he says, he can't help it. He's, he's cursed. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's mentally not unwell, you know, like how, how do you like, how do you like, what, it, it's, it's a question, man. And then here's the other thing. Like before we even get into the that, like the movie just ends. Like they yeah. don't give you like <laughs> the, the the director Fritz Lang was like, here's the evidence, here's the things, here here's some things for you to make your own decision because the audience is, I guess, the final judge, right? Yeah. Uh, they just end the movie and they don't uh, yeah, the way give you it, a definitive answer one way or the other. So here's like how it kind of ends, right? Like he gets captured by the underworld. They take him to a, a kangaroo court, basically, full of uh, fellow criminals, which, by the way, actual criminals were in that cast as a as the kangaroo court. <laughs> they hired actual people that got arrested that's... after the movie was over. <laughs> really? Uh, that's, yes. That's crazy, dude. Uh, I was reading some of the trivia and I was like, well, that's crazy. Um, uh, so then they have this whole big trial, fake sham trial, really. But he's got a lawyer and his lawyer is actually a fascinating character. That's not like his actual lawyer. He's a criminal. That's a lawyer. Um, and then the cops break in before anything could really happen and he gets took to jail. And the way it ends is uh, the panel of judges come in, sit down, but we move away from them, focus on the mothers of the victims who are like, it doesn't matter. Like, the, the, it's not going to bring our kids back, you know, and, uh, you know, you have to keep watch over your children. And then the movie just cuts to black. It ends. It's it was like. At a time, I was frustrated by it because, like, my modern day is like, I need resolution. I need to know what happens next, right? But, um, but I respect it because it was like the whole, the whole, the whole, like, guilty or insane asylum or 
all of that, all that really matters is it doesn't almost even matter because like the kids are dead and we're going to be haunted by this forever. So keep an eye on your kids, no matter what, like it, it's, it is a fascinating movie and I'm glad I picked to watch it. Um, uh, I won't say I enjoyed it because of the subject matter. I enjoyed it because I, I find the writing fascinating. Uh, the 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 like you said, the the shots are amazing for a '30s movie, um, and the questions that this movie asks you to make a judgment are, on they're still relevant today. Uh, yes, um, that's why I think this movie has like been able to kind of be just relevant and stand the test of time dude because it like this, this we still talk about this shit today bro mm -hmm. like it's it's insane so i already know the answer to this but i'll ask you anyway you you would recommend this movie to people right like you'd be like you should check oh, yeah, out yeah i mean yeah yeah for sure uh for all the reasons that we've been saying like it's 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 a hell of a movie man it, it is, is a hell of a movie for the i 1930s. agree with you I would I would also recommend it to people. In fact, like even if you have something in your mind where you're like, I can't get into those old movies, give it a chance because you, this is like a modern old movie in some ways. Like it, it really is like this thing. Probably this film probably gave birth to some other like techniques that still used today in, in certain situations, even if even if it doesn't like i'm sure it's on the family tree right of of branches leading down to certain camera shots or certain oh, absolutely uh, uh, i mean it's like it, and all that I'm, yeah i'm sure this movie was like one of the grandfathers of like noir films too right like mm -hmm. and just uh it makes me wonder though is this is this the first or one of the first serial killer movies as well I have no idea because I don't know if how many of them there were before this, if any, but I, I, I want to say this is like probably one of the first ones, right? Like that's, you know, kind of, kind of crazy. In, in, in the trivia, too. which I always look at the IMDB of trivia. So take that for what it is. It's just like, it's one of the very first ground big using the groundbreaking technique of a voiceover narration. Like there's voice like a voiceover narration in the opening of the of the movie, right? Like it's one of the very first films to ever do that. Uh Yeah, here's some more trivia. Like MGM studio executive at the time assembled his writers and directors for a private screening of this film telling them that they needed to be making films of this power and caliber. But he also admitted that if anyone had brought a story of a child killer to him, he would have rejected it. So, like, I they mean, didn't even want to think, in, in the United States. Like, you know, I mean, it makes sense. Like, when you mm -hmm. when you, you know, hear somebody talking about like, oh, I want to have this idea for this movie. Sometimes it may not always go as well as if, oh, this is what I did. Take a look at it, you know. Like mm -hmm. you, you perceive things differently from hearing an idea to seeing the finished kind of product. So some things you just have to see to believe and witness and, 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 you know, take in how, just how good they are, despite the subject matter, as opposed to being like, Oh, this is what I want to do. Cause then sometimes it'd be like, no, what the hell? Okay. What are you talking about? We're going to do that. But, uh, uh yeah. 
here's the criminal thing. Fritz Lang asserted that he that he cast real criminals for the court scene in the end. According to biographer Paul Jensen, 24 cast members were arrested during filming. That is <laughs> that's, crazy. That's actually kind of funny. Uh, there's where they're talking about the, the motif for whistling being one of the first times in a movie. It had been done in opera before, but it had never been in movies really before. Um, uh, this was before the Nazis took over too. Like the Nazis take over in 33 and they ban this film the moment they seize power in the, in the, in the thirties. I found that interesting. I know, I know Peter Lorre had to flee Germany and so did Fritz Lang because they were Jewish or, or half Jewish, uh, the time. So that's when that, that's why Peter Lorre ends up in the United States. Right. And ends up coming in movies like Maltese Falcon and Casablanca. Uh oh, the whistle. So Peter Lorre couldn't whistle. The whistle was done by Fritz Lang. The mm. director does the whistle. Oh, interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I figured you'd find that interesting. Yeah. And he said <laughs> he says he says, although the director had no musical talent, he felt his own off-key whistling was very appropriate for the character. Hey, yeah, it works. It, <laughs> it works. really does. Yeah, it really does, <laughs> honestly. But no, yeah, it's a really good like you know, in the Hall of the Mountain King is 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 one of those like musical themes that we've heard like throughout the years, right? And it's just like seeing it in this way and how creepy they kind of use it, you know, is kind of very interesting, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And it's the only whistle, and it's not far and away. it's the only musical thing in the entire movie. The only motif. Yep. There are no again, like I mentioned earlier, there is no music in this entire movie. So yeah, it's very neat i find this fascinating considering what the movie is based from its birth so listen to this it says i'm just reading some trivia fritz lang and his wife collaborated on the screenplay according to lang the couple wanted to create a film based on the ugliest most utterly loathsome crime the first script they produced was about a man who sent vulgar and anonymous letters that's literally all they thought that's what they thought was like the ugliest most loathsome crime was Wow. Uh, it says, however, both Lang and his wife rejected this story as way too tame. Ultimately, yeah. uh, they decided that the most horrible crime was that of a child murderer. Yeah. So they ended I mean, up changing it. But I find it fascinating that that was like their first go to was that. That yeah, that that's yeah. Speaks of the times, I guess. Yes. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Uh, because he had directed several crime thrillers in the past, Fritz Lang had developed a positive rapport with the Berlin police and had made several influential contacts. He was able to exploit these connections, particularly those in the Homicide Bureau, in order to meet and interview several actual murders and murderers in pre- preparation for the film. Whoa, well, he did his research then, huh? Oh, yeah, he really did. I think I think I read that he went to like some of the asylums, too. Um Damn. Like he Man, really that put the like work in. Ex- that sounds like it would be exhausting, dude, to just to oh, do the research dude. for that. That would be awful. Like, depending on how much of it you do and for how often, that sounds like not a good time. But I recommend and respect the commitment to mm-hmm. researching your film or, or researching, uh, you know, real stuff that you're gonna put into your film for sure. Yeah. 
Also, this movie was filmed in only six weeks. Damn. Which is also insane to me that they were able to film that so quickly. Uh, what convinced Fritz Lang to make this film was his reading of the last scene in the script when a mother ominously warns, you have to watch your children. So that's kind of like the thing that guy had. Uh, Fritz Lang made this film in an effort to claw back his artistic standing after the double failure of his two previous films, Metropolis and Woman in the Moon. So I guess those were at the time considered failures. Um, but yeah, what a what a fascinating movie. Yeah. Um, really. Oh, did you notice Mickey and Minnie Mouse in the candy shop? Uh, I might have missed that. So I noticed them. It happens really early in the movie when Peter Lorre's character goes and buys candy for the little girl that he's going to murder in the, in the opening of the movie. But I was like, look, it's Mickey Mouse in the back. So that's how you know this is pre-war hmm. because it has Mickey Mouse and, and uh, Minnie Mouse in the back other than the year, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, we don't have to spend a lot of more time on it with DT whenever you're ready to move on and we can we can close up the, the show because I feel like we've really sold this movie. I mean, as something yeah, we that kind people of should check out. We kind of pretty much the yeah talked about it, but it's just like, yeah, again, just to kind of close off movie makes you think like, what would you know, what would you do? Like, what are you basically willing to uh, sacrifice to? or in order to ensure the the greatest good for the most amount of people, right? Like, how would you kind of structure society uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, the question of, you know, how would you deal with a man that has done this vile, you know, these vile acts, but, you know, he's not well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it just—it's it, just very—it's very interesting, man. It's very, very interesting, and and just honestly, just a really, really great, like, well-made movie for um, 1930s, man. Like for real. Yeah. I was I was very, very impressed and 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 like watching it. Uh, especially for something that I had never really, you know, heard of. So, uh, and yeah, again, honestly, it just makes me want to watch more Peter Lorre stuff. Cause damn the right. performance, man. It's what a performance. So this film is the exact reason that I'm glad we do retro rewatches. Cause DT, let me ask you like, what, what are the odds you would think of like you watching this movie if we weren't doing this podcast and, and doing these retro things? Like, well, because I'll be honest, for me, I probably would never watch it. Like, it I would mean, never exist in my mind. I watched Metropolis, so maybe eventually I would have, but it's one of those things of like it would have taken me probably forever because, like, I again, I'd never even heard of it, so I would have had to go back to look at a uh, you know Fritz uh, Lang's like filmography and be like, what else did he do? You know, so mm-hmm. it probably would have, you know, taken me just ages to watch. To be honest, uh, 
And it's just like, yeah, it's something I hadn't heard of. And, you know, I'm glad I did now, though, because it was, I mean, what a, what a movie, man. I'll be honest. I probably would have never watched it just because like the retros make me think about these older movies more. Like we've been doing the retros for like the last few years and it's opened a whole new way of looking at movies and, and, and judging movies and watching movies that I probably didn't have before. Right. Like, and I'm so glad it did because I say this every time we do a retro rewatch. There are things to be gleaned from watching these old things. Like even if in your mind you're like, "Man, that's from the fucking 30s," I'm not gonna no, watch always, that. Like it's crazy. Something to be learned of, of, I think, of any movie, whether good or bad or old or new or whatever, you can always take something from them. And what I learned in M is like, there's techniques in in modern film that gave, were born from way back in the 30s, and it's kind of crazy. Um, so. I recommend checking it out, even if you're watching this, even if we've spoiled the film for you, go check it out anyway, because it's it's a fascinating. It's it's an interesting watch, and I guarantee you, you will learn something just from watching it instead of just listening to us talk about it. Um, so that's M 1931. I'm glad I picked it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad uh, I enjoyed yeah. it talking about it. And. Uh, yeah. Uh, I hope I hope uh, I hope the and I hope just the retro rewatches in general for you people that are watching and listening to this podcast are to to kind of go out there and explore some of these older movies and check them out because you never know what you're going to find you never know what uh, never what know what treasures gems they'll you can be discover, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right all right DT that's M you ready do, to man. wrap it up all right I sure am well I'm going to toss it over to you buddy you're on the main screen. All right. Thank you guys for checking out this episode, listening, watching, however you chose to indulge us. Uh, we'll be back next time. Uh, coming up for me, I am going to be playing more Final Fantasy VII on stream. This week's schedule is going to be a little wonky for me because I have, a, honestly, a busy week. Uh, just ahead of time, letting everybody know about that. Yeah, but uh, so it seems are kind of things are just kind of kind of be up in the air, uh, and I'll have to let you guys know what's what's gonna be going on. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for me. Go follow me on all the things, and I will catch you guys later. Thanks for hanging out. See you next time. Bye bye. See ya. All right, guys. Um. Coming up for me, we should be getting back to Horizon tomorrow. Um, the sickness is, as long as the sickness doesn't like, I don't think it's going to like rear its ugly head or anything. I, I, the only thing that, that I have been really feeling today is just been a little tired. So uh, I imagine another sleep and I should be good. So Horizon should return tomorrow. And that's probably what we'll be doing most of the week is playing just Horizon. There may be a dice stream, maybe. I don't know. Um, Heroes and Fables also it's kind of up in the air at the moment we haven't played a little bit just because I was sick and people have been kind of missing and, the, and the, it's just the life is busy it happens it is what it is uh, uh, but Heroes and Fables uh, 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 Blasters and Bandits with Heroes and Fables will be back whenever we're all able to get together again it's not cancelled or anything so don't worry about any of that it's just you know when you have like five six four people together 
they all have lives and things happen. Uh, that's just one of the realities of it. Um, but don't stress, because we'll be back. Um, uh, I'm a dice maker, 902 Dice Creations. You have till tomorrow, Tuesday, on Etsy, 25% off right now, off everything in the shop that's on there right now. I also do commissions. If you want a custom set of dice, just hit me up. I only charge like 50 bucks if you want something custom. I'll do that for you pretty pretty easily. So just, you know, DM me or, or find me out there, wherever you need to do, and I can make you something. Um, Yeah, that's going to do her for today's show, guys. Uh, tomorrow, Horizon, probably after 12 p.m. Eastern Time, and... That's going to do it. We'll see you. If you're on Twitch, stick around. We're going to raid somebody and or host somebody rather. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bum, bum.